everybody. Welcome back to the Playing With Power podcast, the issue-by-issue retrospective about Nintendo Power magazine. We are looking at volume 45 from February of 1993, and the cover game is The Addams Family, Pugsley's Scavenger Hunt for the Super Nintendo. I am your host, Ben, and with me as always are my co-hosts, Mike. Hello. And John. Yola. So we've got uh, on the cover here... It's the. And this is based on the cartoon, I believe, right? Yeah, it looks like it. Um, so we've got Pugsley and apparently a uh, Charlie Brown shirt. Yeah, almost. he's goth. He's goth Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um, the, look, the little red hair girl. The little red hair girl won't look at me. So now all life is despair and agony and mm-hmm. death. <laughs> <laughs> and he's uh, depressing the shit out of a tree in the in the ground next to him, uh, <laughs> <laughs> while standing in front of the Adams family mansion. I, I think the tree's, the tree's got the tree's got the sorry. <laughs> the tree's got the look on his face, just like, look, kid, you said you were going to take a piss, and I'm waiting. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his mouth open, waiting for it. <laughs> you said you would give I, me a golden shower. I can't wait to be next Wednesday, and then they got all angry at me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Moving on in, we've seen this advertisement before. It's the uh, Want More Power, Join the Club one, where it tells you about the Super Power Club. So we're going to skip right into the next advertisement, which it's is... It's Rory! Uh, it, I actually asked my wife about this, because we have an English Cocker Spaniel. She says it's not an English Cocker Spaniel, it's a Springer Spaniel. It's Mwah. Rory. That's Rory. I it's don't care. It's a black and white Springer Spaniel biting on or holding a Super Mario Bros. 3 cart in his mouth. And it like 95% looks like your dog. Yes. Well, 90%. It's not, it's not Maury. It's a Jerry Springer Spaniel. Didn't you hear him? <laughs> <laughs> or um, if you have Asian friends over, Lori. <laughs> Lori. We did at one point. It was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Lori. <laughs> no, that's, that's if you got British people confusing him with an elevator. No, Lori is a truck retard. So, so this advertisement is, is trying to sell you on uh, taking care of your games and systems with the uh, cleaning kits or by calling mm-hmm. us for, calling Nintendo for, uh, for service information. Um, so basically talking about, uh, do you know where your game pack has been? And it has a picture of the dog eating the cart. And like it says that, uh, it or whatever, yeah. sure, <laughs> he could have gone for his plastic doggy bone, but no, just had to have the game. So mm-hmm. it's basically saying, don't worry, you can still uh, save it if you buy one of our cleaning kits. Uh, and if he really destroys it, then you need to send it to uh, a service center to get it repaired. Yep. So. Speaking of service center, I have to find a service center for my luggage. Stupid American Airlines like destroyed the wheels on my luggage. So I have oh to really? Out how to, yeah. Like I was trying to roll it into the house and it's going kunk kunk kunk. I'm like, what the hell? I looked at it, I split the wheel in half. Oh wow! So it's a plastic yeah. wheel. Yeah, it's like it's like a rollerblade wheel that oh, like okay. you can unscrew it, but um, you just like can't like it's got an axle that you can't remove, so you couldn't like. You can't, like, fix the wheel yourself. You have to, I think, just buy a whole new, like, corner of the suitcase. Oh, that sucks. Hopefully. Or maybe a new suitcase. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah, it's probably, probably going to be the have to be the case 
for you, no pun intended. <laughs> well, yeah, because I, uh, I like Googled the part number that's like printed on it, and nothing was really coming up. So I don't know. But yeah, those those baggage handlers, they literally they they call them throwers for a reason. Right. Yeah, <laughs> they just take your shit and chuck it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, I mean, so, that wasn't a long trip. I'm surprised you didn't go for the overhead bin uh, uh, storage. Well, I did for one bag, and then the other was was because it was Denver in December, so I'd like have a coat and like other stuff. It's just too much for oh, I see. to carry on. So, yeah, so, we, the whole way back, it was just all turb. It was all that like it was so bad that the the captain like got on the PA was like throwing um, up on the speaker. No. He uh, he. We didn't. They didn't do drink service at all, though, because it was too choppy the entire flight. So <laughs> just hand out baggies to everybody. Yeah, pretty if much. You, it was. If you look to your left, you'll see something that will bring up your lunch. <laughs> well, it was at night, so there was nothing. But it was just. It was bound. It was, I mean, I've been in worse turbulence, but the whole the whole hour oh, and sucks. a half or whatever was pretty choppy. So I mean, it was fine. It wasn't that big a deal, but you know, mm. whatever. If things oh, yeah. do go bad, if things do go bad and the oxygen masks come down, you can just like scramble for like three of them just to be like, I need to live. I'm a podcaster. <laughs> well, I hope you didn't spend a whole lot of money in that suitcase. It's probably gone. Goddard's. Uh, it was a hand me down, so uh, well, it was the right price. If you go to like Marshalls, you can get like a good deal on. Some yeah, suitcases. I was looking at Burlington Coat Factory this afternoon because. Uh, I went to the Samsonite store at Arizona Mills, and uh, they're like, she just handed me like, she's like, I, I was like, can I order this like wheel? And she's like, oh, here's a here's a repair place that like I could have just Googled anyway. Like, <laughs> like why do you even have a store if you don't sell the fucking parts to your suitcases? Yeah. Uh, they don't want to sell you the parts. They want to sell you a new suitcase. <laughs> That's how it works. Freaking big Samsonite. Anyway, Samsonite Slippy. conspiracy. Slippy, slappy, mm-hmm. Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> anyway. So, table of contents here. We've got Super NES, Cybernator, Harley's Humongous Adventure, Wing Commander, <laughs> Jeopardy, The Adams Family, Pugly Scavenger Hunt. For Game Boy, we've got Darkwing Duck, Spot the Cool Adventure, Alien 3, The Ren and Stimpy Show, Rampart, and The Little Mermaid. And for the NES, we have Zen, Intergalactic Ninja, Barman 2, Tiny 2 Adventure 2, two and Eon Man. What well, was Tiny 2 Adventure 1? Um, it, was a, it was a couple months ago. It like was Buster's Big Brawl or Big was Birthday that Buster Was that Buster Bust Loose or Buster's Big Adventure? Or? Yeah, something like that. Buster Bust Loose, I think, was it. Buster Hyman. <laughs> Buster Cherry. <laughs> it's like my favorite porno like Cherry Poppins no <laughs> anyway well, that's I got a spoonful of something my, I got a spoonful not, of something but it ain't sugar <laughs> it's not my favorite porno by far anyway that'd be men and black men <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. might still uh, go fuck yourself <laughs> the guy I bet you stick around uh, behind his ass <laughs> Sperms of endearment. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come anyway. dog millionaire. <laughs> I laughed, I cried, I came. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've got uh, the Dick Nose Gerard again yeah. with the giant husky looking dog type thing. Yeah, a it's, a running, it's a running theme. Yeah, Malamute maybe. And the dog has, uh, what are those called? Wrist, wristband? 
Um, <laughs> yeah, like, first he like had leg, leg warmers, warmers, didn't he? Leg warmers on? No, he's got like bracelets. Yeah. Uh, like from and, the he's, 80s. and he's got a saddle on him, like friggin' uh, uh, what was the cat from He Man? Oh, Battle oh, Cat. Battle Cat yeah. Uh, what was his name? Cringer. Cringer. Yeah. yeah. Snarf. Like a, like a white wait. Cringer. Yeah. Cr- wait, did Cringer have the saddle before, or did he only get the saddle after He Man took out the sword? He does not have the saddle when he's in Cringer mode. Only after. Only he, Battle. Only Battle Cat. Only has. Battle Cat has it. Yes. Okay. Nerd. <clears throat> Battle Cat has what? the mask too. Yeah, he <laughs> you know to conceal his identity so that he doesn't uh, <laughs> so that he blends it, so that he doesn't yes. like, stand out from all the other massive talking green striped cats. <laughs> right, <laughs> that are all over the place there. <laughs> that that are seen with the large muscly man with flowing fo- flowing fufu locks. There you go. So yeah, the it's got the hiker guy and he's uh, squatting down the position. Oh my god, like you thought gonna... you thought you thought you thought Clark Kent was bad by putting on glasses. He man's secret identity <laughs> Prince Adam's secret identity is taking off his shirt. That's <laughs> 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 just fucking retarded. He lowers his voice too. <laughs> Instead of I'm Prince Adam, I'm practicing to be a great warrior. Suddenly it's I'm He Man. <laughs> Oh no, his voice is lower an octave and he doesn't have a shirt on. That can't be Prince Adam. Right. <laughs> oh my god, it. if Prince Adam was like skinny, like, you know, pre, uh, pre-Captain America Steve Rogers, mm-hmm. then that would, that, that would make some degree of sense. Like you could say like, well, he's got the same hair, but you know, Prince well, Adam's they like did a that friggin' in rake. The, uh, they this did guy's that. ripped. They did that in the 2004 cartoon. I don't know if you ever saw that series. Went for a couple Oh, I love that one. It was, it was a good show. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, it was it was respectable with decent, <laughs> sane writing. Just falling asleep. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> okay, so player's pulse. And this was interesting because it's just a giant pen, I guess, and it's writing at Nintendo and squashing a bunch of people. Penisland.com. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they got back to just doing regular letters. Looks like. For once. Yeah, finally, Shocking. it's not like a theme. Uh, people actually—they're actually like responding to people and shit. It's crazy. I see some yeah, great letters here too. So the, the finally first letter, not a letter from Gail. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Saying like, "Oh, good stuff's coming, guys. Stick with us." Um, yeah. So yeah, no. Uh, the first letter is from George Dirty Sanchez of Miami, Florida, <laughs> and he's saying, uh, "I'm from Miami, and I have been a Nintendo fan for four years. And last Christmas." I got a Super Nintendo, and I was very amused. I miss George Michael. <laughs> you got the Judah bug, and <laughs> it looks like he, it looks like it looks like the cause of death was a boom boom into his heart. <laughs> <laughs> it was from boom boom somewhere else. You could say it was his <laughs> last Christmas. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, holy Christ! <laughs> anyway. I have eight games of my favorite is Street Fighter 2. Unfortunately, last month we were hit by Hurricane Andrew and lost our house and almost all our possessions. The night of the hurricane, we stayed inside the car, and when it was finally over, we went... It seems like inside the car would be, like, the worst place to go during a hurricane. <laughs> but, fine. Let's go, let's go in the glass house already. Let's go in the, in the thing that the wind can, like, yeah. totally rip us. And the portable glass house. 
Yeah. Well, well, simple. All you got to do is roll down the windows so that the glass won't break, and plus oh. the wind will go through, so you know there's less wind resistance for the car to catch. Yeah. So, yeah so, like, like there's no gonna be a tree flying at the car or anything. Yeah. The shrapnel will just go through, and but now, not... but now you can drive out of the way of oncoming debris. God, the Sanchez family family must be like dumber than the Bush family. <laughs> but all right. Well, they are from Florida. So when when it was finally over, went inside the house, looked around for anything that was salvageable. After an hour of looking, I was hunting around downstairs, around the stereo, and there was my Super Nintendo tangled in a pile of wires. When I took it out, looked at it, all it had on it was a scratch. Took it to my cousin's house in Coral Springs, and it it powered up and worked fine. I can see why they call it a Super Nintendo. So that's actually a pretty cool story. I mean that. It, it survived a hurricane. That's, I mean, that's pretty cool, I guess. So, super cool story, bro. Yeah. All right. Uh, you want the next one, uh, Ben? Sure. Uh, the next one is from uh, Jeremy Daniels of San Antonio, Texas. Hey, Texas. Uh, writing about the trading cards, saying they're great. First of all, they're fun to collect. Secondly, most of the challenges on the back of the cards are fun to try. Last but certainly not least, they give you the opportunity to win great games. Hey, what could be better than free games? However, I do have a question about them. Can I use the cards I have collected from previous issues in the coming months if they match the winning combination? I hope I can. And I say, very good question. Yes, you can use the trading cards you've collected from your previous Nintendo Power issues. So you just have to send in the correct combinations of three trading cards and send them in before the deadline for that month's contest. And how fucked would it be where you would have to get the combination that month or else? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they control everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's cool, I guess. All right, Mikey, you're up. Well, okay, well, I'm going to skip ahead to the final oh, fantasy you bitch. question. Fine, then I'll take the next one. I'm not sure if your rating system and now playing, especially for the Super Nintendo, I've seen a score of 4.9. Granted, A Link to the Past is great, but what happens when better games come out? Aren't you going Didn't to have to adjust your ratings <laughs> for the game? Yeah, it's funny because Link to the Past really is the best game. Um, aren't you going to have to adjust your ratings? And with the CD accessory on the horizon, I mean, come on. Today's ratings won't mean a thing. Oh, yeah, like the future games are that great. Let's see some realistic ratings, says TJ Sheldon of Boston Ma. at least ratings back then couldn't be bought. So there you go. (laughs) They're just just dictated by Nintendo instead. Yeah, they're just dictated by the company. They just rated the games made by their own company objectively Mm -hmm. and fairly. So, yeah, TJ Sheldon from Boston Ma. Park the car and have it, yad. Again the CD again the CD accessory. Boy, people were really hankering for this thing. <laughs> With some chatter. Alright. Well, TJ, it's very apparent to us that games will improve in the future. Our rating system is designed to let you know how good we think a game is based on today's standards. Because we is, don't see the future. Clearly. This game is compared to all other games being evaluated during the same time period. If we could all see right, the future if we could if we could see the future, we'd keep this whole C D thing under the rug. Alright, Mikey, go. <laughs> Go eat some steak and have your have your have your letter. All right, Peter Burns from Portland, Oregon writes in. Portland I'm or, fine. like Portland or what? You know what? What other places in there? Eugene, Bend, mm-hmm. Corvallis. Anyway, okay. That last one sounds like a Final Fantasy character. <laughs> Speaking of, 
I'm a Final Fantasy fanatic, and I heard that Final Fantasy 3 isn't going to be coming to the US. Why not? They already have Final Fantasy 5 in Japan. I want more Final Fantasy. I'm with this guy so far. Now, their response is, Squaresoft, the company responsible for the Final Fantasy series, is considering bringing Final Fantasy 3 to the North American market. If they do produce it, it's going to likely be based on the Japanese version of Final Fantasy V. Well, that didn't fucking happen. Also, Squaresoft <laughs> has more Final Fantasy projects going on now. If you would like your opinions about the Final Fantasy series to be known, use your power of persuasion and send a letter to... And they gave an address for Squaresoft in West Park GI, 831 154th Avenue, Northeast Redmond, Washington... 98052, an actual American address for Squaresoft, which I was surprised to hear because I wrote in a letter to them around 19, after beating Final Fantasy 2, I wrote a letter to them asking so, to wait, get... Wait, uh, describe who them is. To uh, Nintendo Power, okay. but I wanted them to pass it on to Squaresoft because apparently I missed this issue. And what I did was I, like... I wanted them to team up with Squaresoft, Nintendo and Squaresoft, to make a game with Mario and Final Fantasy characters teamed up in a role-playing game and, like, facing an enemy so powerful, like, even Bowser would have to team up with them. Mm. So, like, Paper Mario or Super no. Mario RPG? Yeah. Mm. Four years later, more Super Mario RPG gets announced. Was that a where's Squaresoft my, game? Yeah, yeah, in Nintendo. So, so you're saying, you're saying Nintendo owes you some uh, they passed some on. They passed on my idea and decided, <laughs> yeah. fuck this kid. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's what happened. Your letter got fucking lost in the mail yeah. or whatever. Like every you know what happened to your letter? I'll tell you what happened. And in four years, develop it in time for a game, it came out. Any yeah, mail that comes from Canada goes into a special box, which is yeah. just directly into the dumpster, basically. The circular filing cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the last? What's the last good thing that came out of Canada? Like Rick Mick, Rick Moranis, maybe? I don't even know. Like definitely Jesus wasn't Drake. Christ. That's for sure. <laughs> I got a Highland bling, and then left hand bling. <laughs> I don't know. I think Alanis Morris. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I love that you went earlier to the shit. All right, anyway, okay. So <laughs> anyway, so apparently I could have just sent the email to these guys, cut out the middleman, and maybe. It would have gotten to them, and I would have, I would have at least one game. Credit. Yes, because you're the only person that thought, "Hey, let's make a Mario RPG." Jesus Christ, Mike. <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> anyway, what I'm saying is, Nintendo Power is a bunch of fuckers who never replied to my letter. They just kept it under the rug while they developed the game. Is this why? No is this the whole? Re have you done like two years of this podcast just for this moment? Yes. <laughs> is this like? Is the this whole reason? A slow like <clears throat> mission slow of spite. It just yes. came to me while I was reading the reply and got the Squaresoft address. What I wanted to say, <laughs> the reason I wanted to reply to, to read the letter in the first place, was that Final Fantasy V never got a Super Nintendo release. Final Fantasy III is Final Fantasy VI. So they took so long or just decided not to develop this game at all for reasons I can't discern. And they just waited for an entire new game to come out before they decided, all right, let's put that one out. In North didn't, America. Didn't they eventually release 5 in, like, a collection or something like that? Yes, came for out the here. PlayStation. Right, okay, all right. All right, so on I, to I guess after Super Mario RPG, things got so bad at the end, they're just like, well, fuck Nintendo, not doing that again. So then we have the, uh, the monthly update on previous contests, and we have 
Uh, Debbie Bright. Debbie Britt? Bright? Oh, shit. Uh, Trickster and the boys. So Trickster gave her some white knuckle scoring, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Debbie and her friend Lori uh, went to the Civic Arena in Pittsburgh. The band were opening up for Kiss. That's pretty badass. And Never heard of this uh, they band. Got to watch... This is that they did that like song for the uh, the game album that Nintendo put out. Did they? Yeah, we covered yeah, you weren't around for back. that. You weren't around uh, for that episode because that's the one with Triforce. Yeah, okay. but here's the uh, number one song from uh, YouTube has one million views called "Give It to Me Good." Is this it? <laughs> is that coming through? Yeah, it is coming through. This guy looks like he's trying to be uh, Axl Rose. Yeah, it's pretty much like a yeah, a Guns N' Roses ripoff. So. I'm anyway, surprised this band so lasted long enough. Band. <laughs> hey, if you can open for Kiss, then you're living the cover band dream. Oh man, that's bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 bad. All right, that's like that's uh, like country when it thinks it's rock. <laughs> yeah, it's like Christian rock, rock, uh, or like Aeros. Anyway. It's like the closest equivalent was like Kisses. Don't want to miss a thing. That was country. Walking into a rock Aeros, club, going Kiss, in, in, a Aeros, bad, Aeros, in a bad wig. Aerosmith. Yeah, what did I say? You said, you said kiss. kiss. Now they're all the same. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna drive to Canada and strangle you. Alright, so um, On to the first game We have Wait, Cyber- hold on, hold on. We didn't uh, talk about the fun center Yes, the fun Th- center there's, I want to talk about the fun No, no, my turn It's <laughs> my right, turn you Shut up Alright <laughs> Talk about the Nintendo fun center And we have a f- lovely photo here Of a child in a hospital bed And they have rolled up this giant Pink, gray, blue, and white station <laughs> to them If Soundwave was gay <laughs> this is what he would look like. His sound wave so was created in the 90s. Heteros inferior, homo that thing, superior. The thing's so gay, it gave her leukemia. <laughs> it's got a television in the center, uh, and it says Nintendo rolls entertainment to children's bedsides. In May of 1992, Nintendo joined with the Starlight Foundation by donating funds to bring 161 Nintendo fund centers to 68 pediatric hospitals nationwide. There's self-contained entertainment trolleys that bring a teeny monitor, a Super NES, a library of games, and a VCR to the bedside of a hospitalized child. Uh, this donation will bring video game entertainment to more than 6,500 hospitalized children each month. That's Said fucking beautiful. Emma Sam's actress, whoever the hell she is, and co-founder of the Star- Starlight Foundation. John Research. Oh, Dance Monkey. Dance Monkey? So that's cool. They gave so away 65, a bunch of stuff. Thou- so 65,000 gay sound waves in hospitals. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's got a super that- NES on it. I mean, who cares what it looks like? And a VCR. I mean, like, if for some reason you get tired of playing Super Nintendo games... You can just mm-hmm. friggin' watch awesome, like, Ghostbusters on home video. So mm-hmm. Emma Sands is a British actress best known for her role as Holly Sutton on General Hospital. Oh, boy. Oh, and that Emma Sands. Search, the Google image search is worth your time. Oh, let's do this immediately. <laughs> it's got to be better than the Trickster video. i got something to wash my palette out. Let's see here. 
Make sure safe search ammo. is off. Uh, Emma Stone's came up first. Sam's. Yeah, Emma Stone is up first. Emma Sam's. Wow. <laughs> Worth the Google. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Anyway. Yep. Exactly. Why is this from a fandom? It's like a topless photo. It's the first thing that comes up, basically. Yeah, just showing off her butt. Oh my butt god, photo? we get to see a her Wikipedia oh, yeah. photo has her Wikipedia photo has her at the Academy Awards in 1990, <laughs> and man, that is an 80s as fuck gown that she's wearing. I mean, how many dresses have massive like shoulder and arm pads? Yeah, it's like it's the so, Klingon collection. <laughs> like, and- if if Klingons had football, this is what their <laughs> uniforms would look like. So let lads and uh, and uh, and and lasses out there, search for Emma Sams. That's S A M M S. You will not be disappointed. Let's <laughs> yeah, all right. Move on. She's fine. Speaking move of on. not being disappointed, we have Cybernator. Cybernator. Uh, it's like a mech shoot 'em up, like kind of metal storm. Yeah, it's like it's a platformer shooter. It's got a, it's got a power armor guy from Fallout Four on it. Yeah, kind of. We got some Brotherhood of Steel action going. Yeah, on here. the the art makes it look like that, but the game in game looks makes me way more mechish. Oh shit! So, Emma Sams was on an episode of Lois and Clark. That's great. <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- this game actually is kind of an underrated Super Nintendo game. Uh, the uh, the the backgrounds are very vibrant. It's like it's it's sort of one of those like. Cl- Classic looking, super, like you watch footage footage of it, and like mm-hmm. just looks. Well, it looks um, like an arcade game. Like it's, it yeah, looks it's, like a legit arcade game. It's got anime cutscenes in it. It's got story in it. It's got high action explosions. Great control. Um, I I enjoyed it. I actually tried this one out. It's a pretty good game. It plays yeah. it plays well. Like the power ups you get um, are worth it. There is a a little sort of hidden secret in the game. If you get through the first. Uh, level without mm-hmm. shooting anything but the boss, uh, you get a napalm gun that is incredibly like effective. Oh wow! Uh, for the rest of the game, so that's it. Apparently, not that hard to do, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it definitely makes the rest of the game a lot more doable. Like now, you can't you can't use the napalm gun on the smaller enemies. Um, <laughs> okay, but. I mean, you can't. It just doesn't work very well. Mm. So you still have to use the other stuff. Um, but other than that, apparently, like everything I saw, it was pretty good. The, the shoulder buttons cycle through your weapons, but it doesn't mm. matter. Like it's not like left goes back and right goes forward. Like it just they, they cycle, cycle through no matter way. they cycle one way no matter which shoulder button you push. So that's a little weird. Mm. But um, no, it's, I mean, if you yeah. if you like shoot 'em up mech kind of games, like. This is a solid, underrated, like, kind of went-under-the-radar game. It's uh, definitely uh, worth checking out, uh, from what I understand. So, it kind of reminds me... It yeah, it kind of reminds me of a cross between, uh, like, Metal Slug mm-hmm. uh, type of arcade game and, like, in Mega Man X when you're controlling the mech. Right. Sort of a blend between that those two, if you can imagine that. Yeah, I think Metal Slug probably is the easiest way to describe what this yeah. is. It's like I mean it's its own flavor, but like Metal Slug is is you know Rocky Road, and this is like mm-hmm. you know Moose Tracks or something. I don't know something similar. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
it's mech themed. Yeah, I was reading up on uh, Emma. Well, oh, checking this out. No, no, no. This is awesome. She started the the Starlight Children's Foundation in 1982, and uh, she did it be uh, to honor her brother who died at the age of eight years old of a plastic anemia. And uh, the the Nintendo Fun Centers still exist in hospitals, but now they got Wii's with DVD players because hmm. I guess like keeping them around for thirty years would be a little. But uh, they're still doing it, and this is interesting. One of Starlight's programs was Starbright World, which was the first ever private social network. Started in 1995 by filmmaker and chairman emeritus Steven Spielberg, Peter Samuelson, and Norman Schwarzkopf Jr. And it served to connect chronically ill teenagers with life-threatening medical conditions and their siblings in a safe, controlled online environment where they could chat, blog, post content, and meet others who shared similar experiences. Hey kids, send me some nudes. <laughs> so, so it's like a, uh, a pale, gaunt Facebook. <laughs> oh my god. Terrible. And it was taken offline in August 31 of 2015. Oh, so wow. this so, so this Emma Sam's girl, she started something that's still, well, like the, uh, the Starlight. I think, I, think, I think Zuckerberg owes her some shekels, is what I'm hearing. That's right. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. And All uh, right. they, they also have Starlight tablets, which provide tablets to hospital children and so on. So this woman, not only is she amazingly hot, she is like a friggin'. She's like Mother Teresa if she was as good looking as she was nice. <laughs> Maybe they should give them less, like, iPad tablets and more medicine tablets and then the kids would get better <laughs> <laughs> that's where the mother Teresa similarity comes in it's like no we can't cure them otherwise we don't look otherwise we don't get donations they so have to look suffering at all times how far <laughs> did you get in this game Ben oh I just finished the first mission okay I didn't get I didn't get through a, whole, a ton of it um, but so it looks, you have a, diff, a bunch of different variety of areas though uh, lunar mi- mining colony, colony is the first one. You have asteroid defense, so mm-hmm. it's kind of in space. You have a attack on Arc Nova, which is a space station. Atmosphere entry, so you're going back down to a planet. Twilight Pursuit, which is, again, on the ground. And then, of course, they don't tell you about the end of the game, which is, of course, the, uh, the big bad uh, headquarters of the boss. Right. Which is in the snow. All right. Anything you want to add, Mike? Or you, you just she was made in order of the British okay. Empire in 2016. Is there anything about Cybernator? Seriously, terminally ill children. Is there no, anything about Cybernator you'd like to add? All right. Very good. No, All I right. never played it, but you can recommend it for a taste test or something. Okay. Yeah, you should do that. All right. No, and, I'm, and I'm done with her. This incredibly hot, knighted, well, not knighted, but given an order of the British just Empire. Just bookmark that what would for that later. Be? Hmm? What would it be like if someone got an order of the British Empire? Like, it's not a knighting, it's just an honor or something? I think that's just like fish and chips, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Harley's Humongous Adventure. So this game, um, the plot is basically um, weird science meets Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, I guess. Like a scientist is working in his lab and... Um, he unexpectedly gets hit by his own shrink ray and he has to like go around his house collecting all the parts to like reassemble mm-hmm. the shrink ray uh, to make himself big again. Um, from what I understand, 
the controls just aren't very good, and the weapons are kind of frustrating to use. Um, it's not overly hard, but just kind of a, a bland platformer. It, it looks like a it looks like an upgrade to Monster in my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> this is a Super Nintendo game, though. Is the problem? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. So shite. it is an upgrade to Monster in my pocket. This game is shite. Yeah, like you have like. You have to uh, get fuel to use like a jetpack, which you need right. to do in order to progress through the level. Um, you, your only method of attack is you have a quote-unquote nail gun, which you just literally collect nails and throw them. Right. <laughs> You're the gun then. And then the the enemies all look really weird. They look like kind of dumbed-down versions of the like Donkey Kong Country enemies. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. And... Um, the one kind of a little bit clever thing is the boss actually is the same boss every every level. Like you you fight the same rat thing at the end of every <laughs> level, and like you chop off part of its body like as at the end of each level, and it replaces it with like a mech like like a mechanical replacement for the for the like mm-hmm. later levels. So like the boss slowly like makes himself better and more mechanical as time goes on. <laughs> It's kind of a weird, you know, like that's interesting. Mm. That, like, so the, you fight the same, the same. So you fight the same single rat, or is it like a bunch of rats that? No, it's got, that guy over, over and over again, and like you hack something off and he replaces it with like a mechanical version of whatever you hacked off. Mm. Huh. It's kind of a neat concept where you only fight one boss, but he keeps improving himself after you mutilate him. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like. You know, Chris Brown's girlfriend, like, you beat him up and just keep coming back. <laughs> they come back stronger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> with, a multi- with a multi-platinum album. There you go. And, and, and the key thing is, they keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Hmm. I don't really... I, I don't... Because, I th- because this time, it's going to be better. Because you're I sorry. <laughs> I can't recommend this game at all. To no, be honest. it's terrible. Uh, I would just skip it. Void. If you're... If you're interested in kind of a weird, like, if unless your thing is, like, odd Super Nintendo games, like, just stuff that is just weird. If then you want to play a game that's, maybe. like, Cool Spot, but not as good, which is saying <laughs> something, play Harley's Humongous <laughs> Adventure. If All Cool right. Spot is, like, too too real for you, and you, need, you need something to ease you into this whole yeah. game I'm, thing. I'm assuming you didn't play it, Mike. If it's too easy and approachable. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the next so, game. Yeah, I don't know anything about this. Hopefully, you know, I didn't do any research on this one. Wing so, Commander. Uh, it's a I, fabled I played this game. series. All right, you guys, from, you guys carry on. It's a PC port. Uh, it's a fabled uh, uh, store, uh, series uh, made for PC in general. Right, so, it was a TV a TV show in the 80s first, right? No. Or no. 70s? Nope. Nope, it was its own property. It's just a video game that had, they had video in it. Occasion. No, Wing, Com- Wing Commander was definitely a TV show at some point in time. I think you're thinking of Wings. No. no. All right. You to guys the internet. Carry on. Yeah, there was only one on. thing. There was only one thing made out of it that wasn't a video game, a and that was a movie. movie with Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, and who's that annoying where, where, guy that plays Shaggy in the Scooby Doo movies? <laughs> uh, Sean William Scott. No, 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 no. no. Willard Scott. Oh God, it's going to drive me nuts now. Sean Willard. No, Matthew was Lillard. Wing Matthew Commander Lillard. Academy yes. was a 13-episode animated series on the USA Network between September and December of 1996. So, so after was, this game? Yeah, but <laughs> I remember there being a TV. I remember there being a fucking TV show. 
Was it based on the, was it based on the game or was it like its own unique just like I, there's oh, a it's lot got on its own thing. Yeah, there's a lot on this wiki, so I don't know, but um yeah. I remember playing this game and uh, I remember uh like I never forgot the uh, the code for an invincible fighter where you just uh <laughs> like you just press like basically you enter in like baby by Lara. And that's what made it easy to remember. It's just like oh, I guess like some like Lara brought a baby or something. It's like L A R A B Y B A B Y, and it makes basically. Made oh, you know what? You know what I was equating this with in my head? Battlestar what? Galactica. <laughs> oh, okay, that makes sense. So this is a, in, the in game. No way at all. Is a do, it's I a know. space dogfighting simulator, much like uh, an X Wing uh, would be, but prior to X Wing. It's got awesome, uh, fully rendered, animated uh, scenes in there. You know, their lips, and mouth move, and they have dialogue. Uh, obviously, in the in the Super NES version, it's it's more limited than the PC. And um, so you're when you're looking out, you're looking through the cockpit, and the hand and joystick moves with your controller. So you actually see it like move and animate like in real time, as if you're controlling the you know the the jet space jet spaceship which seems which seems cool in theory but they're really stealing real estate which could be the amazing space <clears throat> and all yeah. the spaceships therein it seems cool I and mean, you can tell they've cropped out the screenshots quite a bit it's like this horizontal view but you can see in the far left here that literally like a third of the screen is like the actual space area that you can see which makes and engage. it shock <laughs> you know shocking Difficult to play um, because you have this small band of, of view available to you. I played um, a lot of the Wing Commander games. The uh, on the the Super first, NES or PC. Uh, well, I started with this game on the mm -hmm. Super Nintendo, but then I found out there was a computer game, and only I was only able to play. Uh, well, okay, I only played like one Wing Commander game. It was uh, the first DVD game. I ever got it, and it came with my, my IBM computer, which was like so state of the art. I was actually like the big selling point was that it had a DVD player, <laughs> and that Wing Commander was the game was one of the bundled games that came with it, <laughs> and I enjoyed the hell out of that game. I don't know has the has the series mm, endured? It did for a while. I remember they had like Wing Commander Four that had like video scenes in it with Mark Hamill. That's as much as... And then they had the movie after that. I don't know if they had any more games after that, though. Um, I think it kind of has died off. I don't think they've had any recent mm -hmm. ones. I so played they, a game like Wing Commander called uh, Project Silphied, and that mm -hmm. was on the uh, 360. Mm -hmm. And that was made by Square Enix. And it was a very fun game. It had, like, a new game plus mode. So in uh, Wing Commander, like, you can take different missions... Um, and uh, it's got uh, radar in it, it's got a map in it, and um, you've got different weapons, different types of ships you can use. So it's it's a pretty cool game. My only uh, thing I would say is that you're better off playing it on a PC with a joystick. Um, there's just there's just no replacement for for that for that feeling and that control with mm -hmm. a gamepad. It's just not a good format. You, I mean, you're it's not able to. Less in all, it's just less in all ways. Pretty much, it's just like you have this narrow band of view. Uh, the the graphics are dumbed down from what the PC can accomplish, and I'm sure they've got some fan, you know, remasters out there that you can use. 
Um, and, uh, you know. So it was the master race even back then. <laughs> Lovely. Apparently there's a Wing Commander Arena that was on Xbox Live in 2007. That's like the most recent game in the yeah. series. And so. I'm surprised they haven't brought this one back, uh, revived this. Yeah, I remember, I remember this being... I, yeah, I think people generally like this series, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, it's probably someone just hanging on to it. What's that big? Um, there's a big, 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 big game that uh, Star Citizen. Mm-hmm. That's the one out that uh, I think everyone's flocking to now. That's the big Kickstarter one. It's certainly not uh, the what is that freaking No Man's Sky? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's for sure. No, that's for sure. So anyway, so that's kind of Wing Commander in a nutshell. Uh, it goes on to have many sequels or, or several sequels and, and great success. Uh, yeah, there's uh, there's like what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like ten games or so in the series. Mm-hmm. So it's a good game, good series. <clears throat> I would not recommend the Super NES port when you can play the PC version though. All right, and speaking of games that shouldn't be on the Super Nintendo, Jeopardy. Yeah, so <clears throat> the best part of this game is that it has the music, and it has, uh, it has Trebek. Doesn't it has it? his mustache. Has a Trebek and his Dago mustache. Does does it have his whore mother? <laughs> you can, and then you can pick from uh, your contestant from a range of like five people, only one of which is black. <laughs> All the rest of them are white. Um, for, as your contestant. So let me. So I tried playing this game. And, oh look, uh, there's there's Tyrone on page twenty five. Right yeah, in the you middle. can see the one guy. Yeah. So let me tell you where this game instantly failed for me was, and you can see it right there on middle of page twenty five. Mm-hmm. When you when you ask a question or oh. answer a question, or whatever, you have to type it out. For them, you don't get to pick like a multiple choice response, like you would assume in a, oh, in a video and if it doesn't, controller. If it doesn't like match exactly what they have in there, it's, yeah. Oh, you got to get that. spelling, punctuation correct, you know, spaces, and you have a time uh, counter going down. So you're using the the, the D pad, scanning for every individual letter, like you're entering a passcode, uh, some shitty passcode from this from the NES days. Yeah. <laughs> for every single question. So, so. what a crock of shit. I, I was, I did try to answer all these, like, questions. I know the answer to all these. Oh, do you? Well, all right, let's, <laughs> let's go. All right, without looking at the key that's further along. Oh, okay, sure. Let's start. He and his, bar- <coughs> he and his band of merry men appear in Ivanhoe. Robin Hood, of course. What okay. is Robin Hood? <laughs> Who is the Robin? Emperor's new, the Emperor's new clothes were made of this. What is nothing? What? What? <laughs> yep. There are over 2,600 known species of this tree, which gives its name to springs and a beach. What is a palm what is tree? The thing I lo- what is the thing I lost my virginity to? A palm tree? Okay. A Lisa? Palm. Palm? Oh. <laughs> Rosie Palm. He hosted Ripley's Believe It or Not with his daughter Holly. Who is Mr. Ripley? <laughs> Mike? <laughs> Um, oh, I know all of these. Okay, I didn't read the last part. All right, Jack uh, Jack Palance. All right, Jack and then Palance let's see. hosted it. What? Yep, uh, the faces of Doctor Lau uh, plus the faces of Eve. 
What is the faces of death? No. What is ten? <laughs> that one got me. Ten? It's all, t- what is ten? I guess it's one it face and zero face, I guess. Uh, oh, the ten faces of death. Ten faces plus, plus, I don't even know. But... Or five. I don't. I don't. I, that one I don't get. Uh, okay. Also called a shell. It's the case containing gunpowder and bullet. Primer. Cartridge. Oh fuck. This fairy tale. The thing I'm playing on. The thing I'm playing on. This fairy tale cat could fill Jr.'s shoes. What is cat and boots? Puss and boots. boots. Yeah. Hmm. Boston's green monster is in this stadium. What is the Green Bay Packers? Boston screen what monster. Is, <laughs> just kidding. What are the Philly? The, no, in this stadium. Oh god damn it! I don't know. The green monster uh, mascot. Fenway. Fenway. Thank you. Born to human parents, E.B. White Stuart Little is this kind of animal. Mouse. Yep. All workers in an ant colony are this are this sex. Female. Yes. Yep. Mediterranean pastry layered with phyllo dough and nuts and honey. Baklava. With no wild cards and use the best hand you can get in poker. Job. <laughs> Royal flush. Yep. Louisiana purchased stem from U.S. efforts to buy this port city. Shreve. No. New Orleans. <laughs> come on. Yes, okay. New Orleans. Come on, it, Louisiana Shreveport. Come on. Yeah, we got it. It was just <laughs> the wrong answer. Uh, it, it was originally a poem titled "The Defensive Fort McHenry." Star Spangled Banner. Yes, sir. This is a really tough one. I got this without having to look at the key, but I don't know if either of you will. As Peking to the People's Republic of China, this is to the Republic of China. Beijing? No. Um, Looking? What is Taiwan? Oh, yeah, but what's the capital of Taiwan? I have no idea. Taipei. Thank you. The man <laughs> with the button-down mind who played a major in Catch-22. Don't know what that is. Bob Newhart. And the final Jeopardy. By 1966, the Air Force had logged... Uh, what was a UFO? Yeah. Foo Fighters. Yeah. <laughs> Foo Fighters. <laughs> UFOs, yes. So. Anyway, uh, yeah. It's um, it's just... It doesn't translate well to a cartridge game because they only put so many questions. And as Ben was saying, you have to um, put in the oh, answer exactly awful. as they have it formatted. So it's just awful. bad all around. They really just should have done multiple choice. You know, yeah, maybe it. that's too easy though. I don't know. I don't know. I, it just doesn't. Who, go, who wants to go through the pain of like typing every single letter though? Especially when you have to type it. Who uh, is? You're, you're, talk, you're talking about people who, within five years, would be pressing a button, a number, three times to get a letter on their flip phones. <laughs> True. All right. Let's move on to the title game, the cover game. The Adams Family, Pugsley Scavenger Hunt. So, what the hell is he scavenging for? That's what I didn't really figure out. They're looking for Wednesday. Uh, I don't know. Maybe his maybe his sister neutered him, and he's looking for his marbles. Let's see here. Uh, Wednesday likes to have a, a little twisted fun with her husky little sibling Pugsley. She sends him scurrying and spelunking about the family mansion. Trying to scrounge up ooky and obscure odds and ends. Wednesday won't tell Pugsley where any of the items are located, but we will. So, do you so, guys play this game at all? I watched a review of this game. Mm-hmm. 
and the controls are absolute shiite. <laughs> so, yeah. especially like the snow levels and just the way everything works with this is just absolute garbage. Yeah, this like, game is horrible. It's just cancer. The what's what's sad is like the screenshots. It's Uncle Fester's look, teeth. The screenshots look palatable. I mean, it looks yeah. like a decent game. The art itself looks okay. Playing it, I mean, I don't know if it was just like my emulator or what, but it had the same no. flicker issue no. it's that the, game. the NES had, <laughs> yeah. but like bad. And it gets like like tough like immediately. Like it's, it is not forgiving. The controls are terrible. You're just kind of wobbling over the place. I mean, it's atrocious. It's just an atrocious game. I think Mike's off on an adventure based on the clicking. He's still looking for <laughs> right photos. So this is, again, based on the cartoon. Apparently she was asked by Playboy twice to uh, appear <laughs> in the magazine, and she declined. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Anyway. <laughs> and I, cl- I remembered that because I closed it a long time ago. Are you, are you just podcasting with one hand now, Mike? <laughs> Blue just Moon don't get it. Just don't get it on the microphone. That's all I ask. Blue Moon has been helping me tonight. That's for sure. Well, right. one time, one time guest of the show, Rich, has been asking me a question or two on Messenger. So, well, tell him okay. to fuck off for now. <laughs> tell him you're recording. All if right. he wants, if he wants to, if he wants an answer, he can be our guest a second time. Yeah, he can jump so in. Two two timers get respect on this show. I mm. would say. Do you see Llewellyn's on Skype right now? Speaking of which. <laughs> We should play that game. Just randomly like Skype other people in. Oh, just happens. call him and see if he'll show up. <laughs> Hello? Like, yeah. what? It's five in the I mean, morning my re- time. What respect do I get for being <laughs> like a 50th time guest? <laughs> or whatever the hell I'm You're not a guest point. anymore. <laughs> you yeah, you're a host. You, you don't. You're like a host and you get the same respect all parasites give their host. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, I would say unless you're a big Adams Family buff, no, I wouldn't say it. that either because this is based on the cartoon. It's not even based on the old TV show. Well, Ugh, right, I it mean, couldn't even be based on the movie. At least that s- Wednesday was hot. Some kids <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Some kids. I mean, some kids or people of our age probably remember the animated series, though. I mean, I remember watching mm, I don't. this. So yeah, it had that song like "Welcome to the Adams Family." Come and join the. Adam's family, dun, dun, something, and then they all go like take a break, <laughs> snap, snap. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, dun. yeah. It, was a, it, was it was a pretty. A, it, was a, it was. I mean, it was. It was a like, good cartoon. Yeah, it, was it wasn't peppy, perky. Kept the spirit. Uncle Fester was fucking hideous though. Yeah. I mean, what's what, what's with those black eyes? It's like Uncle Fester like stared into the void one day, <laughs> and now and now the void observes us through Fester. Well, he I think went it's, too I, deep I think in the Google image search. <laughs> he went on a date with Chris Brown. <laughs> so yeah, uh, but no, I mean, if you if you like the cartoon growing up, you know, maybe give it a try. But I I I wouldn't say you're gonna have a good time though. The controls are garbage, and just you die constantly. Mm-hmm. I, I watched a guy doing the review, and he obviously just had like a hack on that gave him infinite lives because <laughs> you just you couldn't get through this without that. Like, no. look up some look up some codes for this. If there's like an infinite live code, infinite mm-hmm. life code, give it a give it a whirl. If not, I would say fuck it. It's not worth mm-hmm. the time. <laughs> so, all right. So let's move on to the back of the poster here. 
which mm-hmm. is amazing. This is one of the better posters we've seen. It's for Star Fox, coming soon to your Super NES from Nintendo. And this is where they have the uh, actual puppets of mm-hmm. um, Slippy, Falco. Uh, Peppy, and Falco, like was, and Fox. It looks like it was done by Henson Studios. Yeah, it looks really good. And they're, they're standing triumphantly in front of a, uh, a high-res background of our wings flying around in space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all looking pretty fucking pleased with themselves. Like, yep. We're all gazing into the future. Look at the future. It's <laughs> so bright. Look at everything the light touches. Mm-hmm. It is ours. <laughs> but not your right. but not yours but not your slippy. You're a piece of shit. Oh, fuck <laughs> slippy. Slippy and Tammy. If I could put them on like a nuclear bomb and detonate it, I would totally do it. <laughs> Give them the Doctor Strange love. It's yeah. like, hey Slippy, do you want to be the one that blows up that big space ape gorilla Zargos or whatever the fuck his name is? Yeah, sure, let me do it. <laughs> All right, just uh, put on this yeah, just... belt. Put on this belt strap right here. Now, do you ever see Doctor Strange Love? No. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just cut the hydraulics to like the controls on his spaceship and send him right at that fucking space ape. Because mm. oh no, my space brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Wild card, bitches. All right, so all right, yeah. Mike, I, I want to hear your take on Nestor's adventures here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we got like I don't know which one's gayer here. <laughs> we, we got Nestor in his skin tight uniform, like some, uh, like some spandex heat man. He's like the third. Minuteman. He's like the third Wonder Twin. <laughs> Form of ponce. Form of a bucket of water. <laughs> <laughs> form of tampon. Susie's t- form of tampon. <laughs> form of a shoebox. <laughs> oh, <ow. laughs> no wonder it's indestructible. <laughs> so we got Sonic Blast Man, which again looks like Soundwave cosplay. <laughs> and so we got Sonic Blast. So Nestor is apparently like playing with Sonic Blast Man. And so we see Sonic Blast Man delivers a punch that can flatten a Mack truck. And the, the truck's not really getting flattened so much as having its tires knocked off. And then Nestor goes, well, I can t- do that with just two fingers. I can do your mom <laughs> with two de- fingers, Nestor. <laughs> 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 and so it shows him deflating the tires. Sonic oh, Blast speaking Man, of that, how's tires doing? <laughs> she messaged me. Apparently she misses me. All right. Aww. It's nice to know that I'm at least missable. That's, a, that's something on the ego. <laughs> that like in the idle hour, someone can be like, I wonder what Mike's up to. You keep you turning up like something. a bad penny. So I'm not turning up like she's the one turning up. I'm, not <laughs> getting the, I'm the one getting the message from her. I'm busy thinking about how I can deliver the best podcast experience to all of our all seven of our listeners. <laughs> so yes. I'm in contact with them. I'm in contact with people promoting the show. That's where my thoughts are. So she's the one messaging me. All right. Because, you know, I, 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 I'm too much of a podcaster to belong to any woman. I see. So Sonic Blastman but, but says... But I, I can be distracted by one momentarily. Mm. Sonic Blastman says he can beat off two dudes at once. <laughs> you know, I'm a Sonic Fragman. And oh, then Nestor says, I can beat off all you guys at once. <laughs> And all and these guys the, are laughing at how he's like at his beat off skills, I guess. 
<sighs> yeah, somehow Nestor beats them all off. They, they've like come so hard. They've they've bent over in ag- in pleasure. Did you agony. see the video of the guy that suffers like a hundred orgasms a day? The, the video? I don't want to see that. That sounds terrible. yeah. It's a video of a guy. He's like freaking crying because he's just Oof. like constantly like just like shaking all the time. Like I mean, like, like I don't know what kind of orgasms he has, but like you know, mine are fine. It's not like, oh, I'm incapacitated. I it's like, don't ah. ever want to think about that ever again. No, let's not talk about that. Let's talk instead about how Sonic Blastman is dressed here. This is what I was talking about. Like I Gee, said, yeah, gay, sound wave cos- gay sound no, wave cosplay. No, it's worse than that. All he's wearing, so he's got like the, the, the sound wave top or whatever with the, with the toaster oven on his chest. But on the uh, bottom, again. he's wearing like knee-high boots <laughs> and a thong. And that's it. Once again, heteros, inferior... Homos superior. <laughs> yeah. Transvestites, they're homos in disguise. <laughs> did you see that cartoon? Transvestites, cis men in disguise. <laughs> did you see that? The transvestites? What's oh, yeah, between their Megatron, thighs? Where Megatron gets a boob job so that Optimus can't hit him. Yeah. Oh my god. If you <laughs> haven't seen that, it's phenomenal. That. It was fucking brilliant. The voice acting was fantastic. <laughs> you like the Decepticons yeah. all get boob jobs so that the Autobots can't hit them. Right. Oh, and then, well, they go into like to be like the diverse Decepticons are all diverse or whatever. It's like a big fat robot. And then they just have like a random black guy. <laughs> Not even a robot, it's a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you haven't seen anyway. that. Go look for it. Transformers. Yeah. So. Emphasis, capital trans. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Nestor, uh, Nestor has incapacitated these guys. By using N- Nestor's nitrous knockout, preferred by nine out of ten superheroes, so he basically and, and Bill Cosby, the hibbity the hoobity with the roofie and the doobity. She puts the pudding pop in her mouth and then it, she passes it's, it's, out. It's, it's consent <laughs> if she drinks it willingly. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Uh, so we're on to so, the next game for Super Nintendo. Of terrible. It's called <laughs> Aerobiz. You know, actually, I uh, I did. Apparently, the people that like this game really like this game. It's <laughs> it's a business simulator that you run from the makers of Nobunaga's Ambition. Right. It's sim, it's sim airport, basically, right? Well, kind of. You're more simming like routes for an airline. So the idea is to, um, oh my God, it's Nobunaga's airport, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> but if if you like, if you have a mind for business and you enjoy, sort of like market dynamics, it why would the be fuck are fun- you playing a game then? <laughs> well, it would be a fun game for that kind of person, um, and it involves sort of taking advantage of markets that are underserved and like getting the most profit out of it. It's it's sort of weird, like you're not. You're not trying to do the best thing for the people in the region. You're just trying to maximize the profit for your airline. So, it's a, it's kind of, it's a weird game. I've never seen anything like it. But mm. uh, it's I mean interesting concept, and they tr- they tried it. Very Japanese, but they mm. took the time to to localize it. And uh, the review I watched of it, like he was saying, he enjoys it. But I think it's definitely. You, it would be for the kind of person that really enjoyed like the really nuts and bolts of like Sim City, like getting down into the the, the grid of it. Like if that mm-hmm. was if that's your kind of game, uh, check this <laughs> if out. If you're a twelve year old thinking one day I'm gonna run an airport, 
this is the game you play to see if you've got the stones for it. Right. There you go. So I can't say much more than that. Like it, it it's not a flavor that your average gamer is going to enjoy all that much. I don't think. But <laughs> and you can just see very like very niche. The, uh, have you seen? If you have you seen like uh, for third quarter, the insert of the guy's face. In, for the first quarter, you get the captain seeing like, see mm. if you can handle this scenario. Mm. And then in the third quarter, you get to see the look on his face. Utter panic. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat just dripping he down. just saw the face of Satan. And apparently he has thumbs for eyebrows now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like old, it's like a cock vein running across his forehead. <laughs> I think like the first scenario he gives in the first quarter says, see if you can handle 1983... 2015 one player game Tokyo headquarters. Now yeah. I think but I think by the third quarter he's handling <laughs> December 21st 1988 Lockerbie. <laughs> oh, so yeah, like apparently the guy that uh, the review I watched said that you do want to start in like the Asia area because like you apparently select um, the time frame and the area that you're that you're going to compete in. And so, um, and stuff like Olympics and wars and, like, the rise and fall of communism and stuff like that affect how the different regions respond. So, uh, certain areas a lot more ripe and sort of manageable. Hmm. Uh, he also said the North American one is pretty fun to do, like, but, I mean, I'm, there's no way I'm booting this from up and never playing no, it. No, not happening. <laughs> so, speaking of stuff that didn't get played... We have the unsung heroes of the NES. Mm-hmm. Kind of an interesting article uh, that they put in the middle here about uh, some games that they feel that Nintendo Power feels was very good, but for different reasons. Um, didn't, didn't sell as well. Didn't didn't catch. And uh, so they yeah. go through some of the different. But well, they mention that- they mention many people purchased the first Simpsons game, Bart versus the Space Mutants. Many were disappointed with the odd play control and the overall format of the game. The so overall shittiness. <laughs> so why did it sell? Well, everyone loves the Simpsons. Does this mean that a video game is going to be good as a TV show? Not necessarily. <laughs> How much of your purchase decision is affected by the licensed company's reputation? Are you more likely to purchase a Capcom, Konami, or a Nintendo game because of their track records? Well, if you're going by track records, I don't think you're going to buy a Konami game anytime soon. <laughs> it's a good bet that the answer is yes. While this strategy may be fairly safe, sooner or later you're going to pass over some great stuff. And it goes on to say, go for a little word of mouth information. Your friends won't steer you wrong. Yes, they will, because they're the same age as you. They're just as stupid as you are. <laughs> yeah, go talk Go talk to a freaking 12-year-old they're all retarded go talk Damn. to the old go talk to the old man that's playing porn in the back of the move in the uh, video game rental place yeah what that's the guy that <laughs> knows what's up no that's the up guy that butt. puts chloroform on your mouth and he goes knows and what's up your his... butt yeah. yeah hey kid come into this dark room and suck on this golf hose in this garden hose for a minute <laughs> it was sweet at the end of the of it though so there we go <laughs> So all right, they're covering all the, they're coming they're, they're covering all these uh, games individually that they they feel didn't do well financially right. but were great games so they're talking about Metal Storm first and they said which that I just which you will you'll get to hear our impression on an upcoming taste test <laughs> so they said it didn't advice. have they said Metal Storm didn't have a good distribution right um, same, same thing about uh Vice, Project Doom, and River City Ransom. And I know Ben and I really enjoy River City Ransom, oh, yeah. so that's definitely uh, definitely the 
they're right there. Mm-hmm. And Vice Project Doom, I, I didn't particularly care for it that much, but, you know, fair enough. Like, if they think that it's uh, worth a try, like, you know, whatever. Hmm. And they then actually they... tell us about River City Ransom, which is interesting, saying the distribution of the product wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Secondly, and more importantly, the game succumbed to competition from other games, namely Double Dragon. Right. Now, Trade West markets Double Dragon, but American Technos, the same guys that made River City Ransom, developed Double Dragon. In essence, they ended up competing with themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Recently, they released a new NES game called Crash and the Boys Street Challenge, and they're busy working on Super NES projects. They did put out a pretty good game when they released River City Ransom. The main characters in the game are out to clean up the city in the local high school. Good graphics, great fight scenes are high points in this brawling action game. Mm-hmm. So they move on to talk about uh, Kickle uh, Cubicle. Yeah. Well, game. these are a series of games they say, like, just the other games that came out at the same time kind of killed it. Mm-hmm. Kickle Cubicle, I know we tried it. It was pretty terrible. But, yeah, I don't I don't really agree with them there. But uh, Little little mm. Nemo uh, is on there it's saying uh, it is a good game, but it came so out. Legit- uh, oh, sorry, Ben Maniac Mansion. <laughs> well... What they're saying was... Uh, Final Fantasy garnered more attention than the, uh, a Maniac Mansion. Right. The RPG... Sorry, like, not yeah. sorry. <clears throat> and Solar Jetman, which they are right. Uh, you know, Trade West became a rare... It was a rare thing eventually, right? That's the same one? Or is, am I thinking of the different... Uh, which is the rare one? I think you're right. Yeah. So... Yeah. And then they talk about some of the ones that licensing issues kind of had a problem... Uh, like they're all saying packaging uh, uh, Mega Man uh, compared to the package from the first one was pretty lame mm-hmm. however the game rule a lot of people like skipped over Ooh. because of bad packaging Ooh, yep. Howard's game Howard's game got yeah, they put, here yeah they put Howard's game in their snake battle rule <laughs> where they're saying just the license of it and they, they mentioned Star Tropics which we're definitely all in agreement on that's a great mm-hmm. game but just uh, kind of you know, did people? What? It's a kid with a yo-yo. Like I don't even, right. you know, get it, sort of thing. Well, it's like a modern Zelda. Right. Yeah. It's a great game. It's just they're people didn't about, play yeah, it. It's about they're, rocking they're getting cats. I mean, they're they're. It's a no-name character basically. It's not Chester Cheetah or Tom and Jerry. You know, they talk about Blaster Master. <clears throat> they should have stuck a slight. They say they should have stuck a licensed character in for Blaster Master because it's so awesome. Uh, and they talk about Shadowgate or Deja Vu, and they say um, they generated a huge number, number of calls to the Nintendo gameplay counselors. Do, 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 do. They can be frustrating for action game fans, but everyone else, these two games should score high marks. So basically, they, people found them frustrating. And say so. don't end up don't end up buying a game you won't like. Take some time and seek out sources of information other than TV commercials, box art, and packaging to find out about a game before purchasing it. Mm-hmm. Check out Nintendo Power for reviews. Uh, go and also, speaking of stores, go to the stores. Yep. You'll talk to the people at the stores, and they'll help you find the best games at the best prices. Taking these steps will help you find a game that you enjoy. I don't know. Going to the store, they'll fucking try to sell you their yeah. built-up stock of Simpsons or whatever. That's if, not if always you do, a good if you, strategy. If you, judge a, if you judge a game by its cover, then you're probably going to miss out on Phalanx. <laughs> I fucking that. That cover was amazing. It was the scariest, like, the space the banjo. banjo. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. So, uh, classified information, we have... Um, they they put in that you can unlock classes in Super Mario Kart, which, duh, everybody knows that. Yeah, that's not a hidden feature. <laughs> right? Uh, 
And then, like, there's a lightning bolt that will shrink people again. Who so doesn't secret know class? That. That's like a new game plus, right? No, they're basically saying you can unlock the engine if you, you win. You can unlock the yeah. special cup if you beat the other. So it's three a new game cups. plus then. No, it's a whole yeah, different so a, set of uh, of uh, racing. Yeah, but it's just with it just gets faster as the engine yeah. sizes go up. But I don't know who played that game. And didn't, I don't know why that's classified information. It's like not. It they're just trying to advertise it. <sighs> so, and then Lemmings, there's some options that you can get. Uh, Here's an option. Final don't play the game. Yeah, right. <laughs> Final Fantasy 2. This game, this option was pretty good. You can double your arsenal. Yeah, that's By exploiting cool. a glitch in the game, you can select a weapon in battle and then uh, exit out of it. And then the same item will show up in your inventory as well as being equipped. So you can take like the most important weapon in the game and just spam it so that instead of wielding it with one character, you can wield it with one character and have the ninja throw the most powerful weapon in the game several times. So that was pretty cool. That made the game endurable near the uh, challenging end part. Okay. Skull Jaeger. Skull Jagger, you can get a secret ending. There's also... Sure? That's, like an awesome, that's, like an awesome, that's an awesome band name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Skull Jaeger? Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're uh, gonna hunt your fucking skull. And you can find a fantasy zone filled with emeralds. Uh, let's see what else we have in here. You have you can do special password for Kidacris on the NES. Um, which makes the <laughs> game easier. Termin- Terminator 2 Judgment Day has an option to slow down time. Great, so now you can spend more time on this game. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we can get a stage select for the Mickey Mouse game. Mm -hmm. And then there's a no friction from the ice puck code for ice hockey as well. That sounds wild. It's not the good good Mickey Mouse. All right, so let's (laughs) dig into the Star Fox comic and then we'll take a break. Yeah, this is is weird. They have a Star Fox comic... um, before the game's even out. This doesn't, like, make any sense, but all right. Yeah. So let's dig into this, it's and then we'll take a break. building a world. Mm-hmm. Mike, take it away. This looks amazing. It's like, it looks like it belongs in uh, an issue of Heavy Metal magazine. <laughs> we, get, we get to see this ship just explode on this desert landscape, being fired upon with weird lasers that are going, like, boom, shrek, push. And we see the lizards going like, We're under attack! I thought this planet was under our control! Only one could be so desperate! Fox McCloud! And then we see this amazing two-page spread of Fox and uh, Falco and... What was the what was the rabbit? Peppy? Yeah, rabbit's Peppy and, and Slippy's the... Frog. Slippy. The Do a barrel roll! Sli- barrel roll! No, <laughs> I'm under attack. That's what. Yeah, barrel roll is. I'm under attack. Yeah, barrel rolls the, the uh, the rabbit. <laughs> and it's not even a barrel roll. Yeah. You're doing an aileron roll. Anyway, I mean, I mean everybody knows aviation tactics, right? Mm-hmm. So, you don't do a barrel roll in Star Fox. Hmm. That's, you, what they, that's what they call it, though. Yeah, they call mm-hmm. it that, but it's an aileron roll. What do you say? Nerd. Look, just Google just Google aileron and barrel rolls and you'll see the difference. Nerd. Nope. The only thing I Google is come covered sluts.com. That's what I Google. <laughs> and so anyway, Emma Falco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I, she she should have had a web page and called it the Sam site. Come on. 
You know, like a surface to, never mind. Anyway, what's the haul, Peppy? Slime pickings, some fuel packets, a case of hyper twinkies. Really? Three gravity dumps. Well, <laughs> shit, you shouldn't be picking up dumps. And an android pig named Herbert. Emperor Andros won't be able to ignore us now. That was his favorite pig, says Fox. Slippy, deliver those hyper twinkies to the villager right away. Right, because if the village is starving, junk food is what's going to save them. <laughs> so, cap- <laughs> so do uh <laughs> Just like extra sugar that so tar- makes them hyper? Yeah. So target practice says, I'm on it, boss. And he breaks away from the gang and they all fly into a tree, which is like a low rent bat cave in the desert, but I guess it'll do. And then uh, Falco says, we can't go on like this. No one has ever got rich raiding Imperial Scows. And then Falco goes on to say, rock me Amadeus. (laughs) (laughs) I say we move on to a rich planet with lots of fat commercial freighters for the taking. And then Fox gets really up in his face, like baring his fucking fangs, going like, feathers for brains. For the last time, we are not thieves. We are a sort of people's appropriation committee. That's why we only raid Imperial ships. So he views himself as like a star Robin Hood, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Yes. His role model was the Fox Robin Hood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... Then he goes, then Peppy says, Falco, my good raptor, have you forgotten the golden rule? Make the guy with the gold pay. We're like Robin Hood, friends of the poor, heroes of downtrodden aliens, snappy dressers. (laughs) And then uh, Fox is in his space recliner looking at a space photo of his space dad. (laughs) Saying, Father. He's thinking, sigh. And and then all of a sudden, uh, Slippy, who... He looks really old for some reason. Yeah. It's like, Fox, there was this hollow telegram for you at the village. It's from General Pepper of Cornelius Planetary Defense Council. General Pepper? I thought he was only a sergeant. Maybe he needs a big uh, of those mercenaries. Sergeant you know Pepper. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So he goes, maybe he needs a band of ruthless mercenaries who know no fear. And Fox is just scratching his ear going, yeah, sure. Then he pops it on, and then we get to see this bulldog who looks like McGruff and Captain Crunch combined. <laughs> Good greetings, Fox. Is, is this thing focused? And then we find out instead of smoking a cigarette, he's actually just sucking on a lollipop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is kind of funny. It was your one difficult guy to reach. Do you know how the communications cartel had you excommunicated for lack of payment? Yeah, yeah, go figure. Here's the deal, Fox. I need the best pilots in the star system, and that means you and your team of ruthless mercenaries. Our engineers have developed the most sophisticated starfighter in the galaxy, the SFX R-Wing, and equipped it with state-of-the-art weapons. Only a squadron of R-Wing fighters can combat the growing menace of the Emperor's troops. You'll be well rewarded if you accept my offer and come to Corneria. Then we get to see uh, other animal pilots... I mean, like, who, I mean, like, I wonder why these animals, failing. like, there's no humans. Yeah. yeah, we got one guy, like, staring up at his R-wing, so apparently he fucked up so badly the ship launched without him. <laughs> and then That's we get to see this. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get to see this uh, cow. I mean, like, everyone knows how freaking stupid cows are. 
And we get to see him struggling with the controls while the platypus beside him is just, like, trying to tell him what to do. But, you know, he's a fucking cow. Come on. And then we get to see this other fox who is clearly not Fox McCloud because he's uh, crying like a little bitch in his cockpit. And apparently doesn't care that his picture's being taken. His shame knows no limits. Mm-hmm. And so uh, then he says, even God, as I record the this artwork message, on these pages is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I said, it still looks like it belongs in heavy metal magazine. <laughs> well, they had the artist's signature at the beginning, so you can probably look them up. It, it, it kind of reminds his me si- of Benjamin, uh, like the Benjamin I- ben- Benny Maru Ito. It reminds Benny me Maru of the Aeon Flux stuff. Yeah, a little bit. A he, he, he's got a Disney slash Smurf signature. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, the guy takes off his glasses and uh, he's uh, revealing that the, pl- that the world is under attack by Imperial Lizard Troopers. And he says, we need all the help we can get, even from mangy outlaws. Which is a great way to suck up to somebody who you're desperate to recruit. But I guess he figures like if I don't if I don't talk to this guy honestly and he knows I'm gonna he knows I'm gonna insult him. Well even say who is he calling Mangy? <laughs> yeah. Because this there isn't much time, McCloud. Now's the time to prove that you stand for honor, decency, and the freedom of species. I'll be waiting. Then we get to see uh Paptoon Spaceport. And uh, they're stowing away. And he's like, are we stowaways? Stop grousing. Pepper should have sent us air Starliner tickets first class. Well, we may be leaving without a cent, but one day we'll be back and stinking rich. And then he tells them to get, and then there's the uh, big space, well, it looks like a friggin', what the, hell, what the hell would you say it looks like? A freighter? Yeah, it's like this big, goofy, clumsy Like a big ship. penguin ship. That's it. Yeah. So uh, as it takes off, Fox tells them get set for acceleration shock. What I wouldn't get, what I would get for a pair of anti gravity underwear. Like, what what would the point of anti gravity underwear? Does it push your poop back into you? And he says, "Hey," and Fox says, "Hey, where's Slippy? (laughs) Hiding out in the cryo (laughs) mud baths. Amphiboids haven't made. Amphiboids haven't made. And then all of a sudden they hit the 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 G shock or whatever they call acceleration." And they say, this is it, hold on! And then it knocks them around, and Fox is, even Fox is feeling the effects of his poor decision. Saying, we can't stay in this salt shaker forever. I'm taking a look around. And then Peppy says, oh, you're impatient like your dad. So they're in the cargo hold, and then Falco says, we never, uh, we never shipped out like this back home. No champagne, no dancing squirrels. How low the mighty have fallen. So, apparently, like, squirrels are, like, the hoes. Yeah, the <laughs> hoes of the animal kingdom. <laughs> well, they, all, they let you bust a nut in their hole, oh. so. <laughs> where, else, where else is a guy like me going to get his beak wet? I'm going to bury my nuts in you for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Legend starts zapping all of the cargo. <laughs> Peppy <laughs> says, it sounds like a battle on board. And then we get to see Imperial Lizards with flamethrowers, which is a great idea in a spaceship, which is a hyper-oxygenated environment, to be wielding flamethrowers. <laughs> and then Peppy, uh, I assume he's picking up comms, otherwise he's psychic and this doesn't play into anything. He says, only a squad though, this should be a picnic. And then Falco says, are you thinking what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's our sacred duty to relieve these lizards of the burden of command. 
Sure, brain, but how are we going to get monkeys to wear rubber pants? (laughs) (laughs) It's Falco and the... It's Falco and the hair. Falco and the hair. One is a genius, the other's impaired. (laughs) (laughs) So then it ends with this amazing jump shot. And I literally mean jump shot because they're all jumping out of the pod saying, let's yeah. do it. Here we go. And it looks fantastic. Fox is going in for like the power tea bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Very good. <sighs> That's to be continued. So mm-hmm. uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this, this half and we'll continue for part two uh, in the next edition here of the podcast. If you'd like to reach out to us in between episodes, please find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash playing with power podcast. You can download episodes directly off our website, playingwithpowerpodcast.com. You can message uh, Mike directly on Twitter, at getthepower88. If you'd like to send a few dollars our way and support the show, we are on Patreon, on patreon.com slash playingwithpower. Uh, Anything else, uh, gentlemen? With that, Mm. I'm Ben. I'm Mike. And I'm John. And now you're playing with power. Entertainment system. Now you're playing.